Hello. Welcome back to PS We Have No Plan. I'm Peyton Smith calling in from LA. And I'm Emily calling in from Nashville. And thanks for being here, guys. And it's been a lovely start of the week over here. (laughs) Yes, it has. Yes, it has. We thought it would be fun today to talk through um, getting back on your health journey, if that's something that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like Emily and I always try to touch on this topic because it's something we clearly struggle with at this age and time in life. So Anyways, we're going to touch on that a bit. We're also going to touch on some fun pop culture updates because we haven't really done a lot of that lately and we're missing our pop culture. We're missing it. And like, it, and it's important to me. <laughs> I know I was essential. I, it's essential. We like to spill the tea and we like to drink the tea and it's yep. okay because we're not doing it. We just want to know what we want to be in the know. Right? Yes. We want to be and relevant the, girlies. We're the big sisters of the internet. Big be- sisters have to know things. Right. And right. And if we're caught in a conversation, we have to know the details. We have to know information. It's like anything. If somebody's asking me, I want to know what's up. Yes. Okay. So what is the hottest goss for you? Because I have my list, but I want to hear yours. Okay. I will say that probably my thing right now at the moment, all of the news around the King's coronation. Okay. Tell me everything because I don't know anything. Okay. So this is the first nation because the last one was the queen and the whole thing has been will Megan and Harry attend or not? Because they're obviously their relationship with the royal family right. is not good, right? Icy for sure. Like, I mean, I don't know if you read the um Harry's memoir. I got it and I just started, but I mean, there's clips of it everywhere and people yeah, are I've seen sharing ex- excerpts. Yes. yes. And it's, I mean, the stuff that he has said is not great. It's not great. And I, I, I just don't think one would put that out there if they want to mend fences with their family, teach their own, you know, did not live that royal life. But so since then, there has been like no communication and they weren't sure if they were going to attend the coronation. And it just came out yesterday that Harry will, but Megan and the kids are going to stay back in California. And I am bummed out. Mm, why are you bummed? Wish, what's yeah, wish- What's your view? I wish they both would have gone for two reasons. One is very shallow and the other is, so I want them to like, I want the family to mend. I think it's really sad. Like when you see all this happening, I hate it. And I, I, I just feel like the brothers are so close with princess Diana's tragic ending and all of that. And I'm, I'm just really into like the Royal lifestyle and I don't know. I, I just want them to come back and be a family. And then secondly, I was really looking forward to seeing Megan's fashion. Mm. I love so many things that she wears. Like her royal style was so, so good. And I mean, this is probably the epitome of fashion for a coronation. Okay, totally. That's right? wild to think about. See, the only thing I know about the whole drama, I only watched like the first episode of the docuseries and I've seen clips of the expose that he released in his book. Yeah. The only take I have, and this is me knowing just the surrounding facts, is like I'm a little surprised that Megan had these expectations that she would be welcomed with these big open arms when in fact we know the history of the royals and we know the misogyny and all of the different things that happened under this roof, right? So I don't understand the expectation of like, well, we live in a modern era and why aren't they modern now? It's like all of that's 
bullshit and wrong and needs to evolve. But the expectation that it's just going to poof be gone is pretty wild to me. I'm like, what? don't you expect that that's going to happen? I don't know. I 100% agree. And there have been so many things now that have trickled out that she has said to somehow she sees it defending herself that seem very odd. Like just a normal person without any real knowledge of the royal family knows. Like the queen is the queen. You, you curtsy to her or whatever. And it's not just like a grandma. There is just, there's more of a, um, it's not casual, you know, it's like they're the Royal family. Right. And you're I, marrying a prince, like prince, yeah, right? Is he, yeah. Like, why? And it's the prince of England, like it doesn't get right. more well-known. And I, I totally agree with you. I really, really do. I do. It's just, yeah. and I'm so, I love them so much, but just has, I was more in this has more and more of this has come out. I'm like, yo, stop. Yeah. Right. Did you get what you wanted? Like, is this the result Do you want it? I feel like it's still not great. No, I feel like if any, I mean, and we don't know what it's like in the no. inside for either of them. So it's wrong of me to say this, it's like this or it's like that. But from the outside, it definitely looks like it could even be worse because now there's even more of a spotlight on them and it's, mm-hmm. they're all over the place dragging people through the media when they were against the media and it, it just, it's not translating well, I think. I don't think so either. Even though, even though I get it and I hear their story and I understand the, the awful kind of shit that they had to experience. Right. It's, right. It's tough. And that I it feel is. like relates to the other fashion thing that you and I are talking about. Sophia Richie's wedding. Oh my God. I mean, first of all, from a branding perspective, I love that she launched her TikTok. For those of you who don't know, she launched her TikTok. During her wedding weekend, her very first video is get ready with me for my wedding um, rehearsal dinner in France. And I'm like, what? That is okay. Okay. I mean, it's just so smart. And I mean, her looks were out of this world. Stunning. She's she's elevated her whole look, I would say, since she ditched Scott and started dating this other. Right. Like she just beyond elegant and sophisticated very chic very chic mature that's such a good word yeah because she still looked like I mean she looked like a teenager when she was dating Scott and her style reflected that like a a California teenager and now she is a chic Parisian beauty queen (laughs) truly and I don't know if you saw but I think Vogue posted um her Mm -hmm. designing her wedding dress with Chanel Atelier I was just like oh my god I know I know everything and then her mini dress that was a recreation at her um was it her uh uh, it wasn't her rehearsal dinner reception maybe her after party dress the little the little one yes Yes. so so cute so cute oh my gosh every single thing every single thing Oh my gosh. She's so great. And I loved He's... that whole wedding and just the South of France. And I just feel like the whole thing is oh, so superb. She's my new it girl. I, I I'm joining you with that. I don't know. It's different if you have a wedding weekend in Mexico resort, like this is, this is top notch. Totally. Totally. And I think what's funny, we have all our little pop culture things in our heads, but this actually relates. Everything's connected in this land, in this world of pop culture, but this connects it's to so connected. Kylie and Timothy, because she used to date Scott Disick, who, you know, is in the Kardashian crew. And so now it's come out that Kylie and Timothy Chalamet are together. And that is just <laughs> so weird to me. Oh, I'm not a fan. 
I'm not a fan. Someone like, it's very said, strange to me. I forget who said this. So on some podcast, I heard this, but it's, it's like, she's a lot of woman for him. Like, she is like... <laughs> glam woman and like he yeah. just seems this like he's chic and is cool, just this meek like, mad little boy yeah he just seems like this chic little i mean he used to date lily rose depp who's so like <sighs> gaunt and like yeah and, like, yeah chic, <laughs> chic in her own way but it's just a different crowd i feel like than this the kardashian i mean that's like a that's, that's a such a good way to say it a lot of women for him I don't, this might be a very unpopular opinion, but I don't get the t- Timothy Shelmet, uh frenzy because to me, he does. He looks like this little boy. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's like, I've always appreciated the art of him. Like, I think in my young adult movie that I want to produce one day, he'll, yes. he's the perfect epitome of like the teenage boy. Same with Finn Wolfhard from Stranger 100%. Things. 100%. Like, you know, that type, that Nat Wolf, if you know who that is. Like, I love that type of boy, like the look. The boyish look. Yes. Like the like awkward emo teen. Seth Cohen was that way for me growing up. Was like the. Yeah. Yeah. Just like little nasally, like kind of weird. So I get it. But I, but yeah, for Kylie. But one of them I with don't. the Kardashian. I don't get it. I don't get no, it. No, no. I mean, it's. It definitely was not a pair we were seeing coming. No, we but didn't I kind of love it. I kind of love it for both of them. I'm like, go go off. Live your life. Well, you know what? And watch this be the one for both of them. <laughs> I know, right? Opposites attract. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> we're all like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. This is strange. And they're like, no, we're a match made in heaven. I mean, who knows? He seems very, very emotionally intelligent. Um, well, and that could possibly be what she needs. You know, so. who knows? Who knows? I'm not dialed into the Kardashian world. I mean, I wish I was, but I'm not. And so who knows what's going on behind the scenes? And she could, you know, that she could, that's could be, wow. I just said a lot of words right there. <laughs> that could be what she's looking for. I agree. I wow. agree. And I kind of love I the, will like, chill. the drama of it all too. Like they were spotted here. They were spotted there. Like they got out in the same car at Coachella I think or we're seeing it in coffee at Coachella during the festival and which by the way next topic Coachella seemed like a a little bit of a shit show this year were you looking honestly no but I feel like it kind of passed by without much going on either I I hardly heard anything about it except like Zendaya came on stage but I heard nothing more yeah so I shouldn't say shit show, but I feel like oh, the you Frank- could say that if it is, it is. I mean, it wasn't really. I was just. It's the first year I didn't go in the last couple of years, so I'm just like. Well, then it was a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> if if you weren't there, we're not going. I mean, but the, the Frank Ocean. I don't know if you heard about this. Frank Ocean was headlining. He hadn't performed in the last six years, so it was his big like coming back. Everyone loves Frank Ocean. He's so iconic. Some of the best songs ever, and he just came on an hour and a half late. They cut his set short because he was going way too late because he came on so late. He hid behind the screen the whole time. He was almost singing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like almost singing karaoke. Like he wasn't even singing the words and it was just the music in the back. Like we could have just played this on Spotify. You know what I mean? Like you could have just plugged in an iPhone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they wouldn't have had to wait an hour and a half. Yeah. So people were kind of pissed. And then he canceled for weekend two. What? I know. So- I wonder what's the only thing that I, I can think of automatically when you said that is 
if he's having stage fright or just mad anxiety about performing since it has been so long. So, you know, to give the benefit of the doubt, I can see that being so. But also, you are a professional. You haven't done this in a long time. I'm sure you're getting paid a fuck ton of money. And it's your, I mean, it's your obligation. Yeah. Don't say yes. If you're not ready, like you got to know yourself and know if you're ready or not to headline Coachella. Like that's a big, that's a big job. And And I think he had a recent death too. So I do feel, uh, I do empathize for him. Like I think his brother might've died recently or something. That's terrible. Some awful thing. Yeah, Yeah. But still it's like you're a professional and you have to realize you're, you know, you know, a month yeah. or two, even if it's a month or two in advance, just be like, I exactly. can't do this. No. And I I mean, with things like that, it makes it difficult, but it's respectable because you're like, okay, they're bowing out. It gives us at least a little bit of time to figure this out. But if it's happening right in the middle of a set. Oh, so bad. I felt so bad. And a lot of people so just went to see Frank. Like that was like no. the big, that was like, he was a big star, but like you said, Frank. Labyrinth killed Labyrinth. I think this was his first major like festival moment and he brought out billy and week one billy eilish and then he brought out and weekend two zendaya who's like oh my god the most iconic i was like uh, i had chills talk about a chic dresser oh my god i love i her. mean i think right now in our era there might not be a better dresser than zendaya on the red carpet am i saying right zendaya 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 i'm sorry um she is absolutely perfect in every freaking thing that she wears from her makeup to her hair to her jewelry she, I, I love it I love seeing her I love seeing her too and I just lo- I mean she's a Virgo so I do love mm. that aspect of her and she's like six feet tall so I love that aspect of her oh she has a stylist law roach I saw that and you there's been that? a lot of controversy around him lately too he said I he's know. quitting right I know. And and she was like his muse and like there were or not even muse because that make that takes away her agency. Like she was a real partner in like developing the creative design of her aesthetic, but still so yeah. weird. Like they grew up together in this industry and now he's quitting. It's like, how do you quit your partners? I was wondering that too. Like you just throw it out there. I'm quitting styling. Like, yeah. don't you have obligations as well? But as that started rolling out, I heard too, like people have had difficulties working with him as well like that he wasn't exactly a piece of cake yeah I could see that I could see that. he is yeah. quite a visionary so those are hard people sometimes to work with hard people we're not going to be hard people that are visionaries though no, no not, really not easy we're not, throwing we're, it out there we're throwing it out there so if you guys want to work with us we are we are really really lovely oh my gosh <laughs> well I feel like I I think that was a lot of the pop culture stuff did we miss anything are there any other hot headlines I don't think so. I think I'm just putting off talking about health. I know. I know. We're like, and then health. But and this, I fall down like this. This kind of pivots, um, and I feel like you can relate to this, into into health for me because I've been so gung-ho and obsessed with learning about, I, I, like all my mental energy has gone towards pop culture, learning about digital media, understanding how I can carve my path there, mm-hmm, working on passion mm-hmm. projects obviously maintaining my day job, but like all my energy goes into this that I personally haven't felt a need or even like a want to set goals around health. I get it. I get it. I, I, I ebb and flow. I, and I'm, I'm right there with you. Like I'll concentrate. I'm a little bit opposite. If I'm really dedicated to digging in and figuring out and like 
going for it and being creative, I tend to be on the wagon with my health as well. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of like that in my life. I tend to have it all together and all of it, or I'm just losing it over here. Like I'm being lazy or I'm just kind of down in the dumps and I haven't been creating and learning about content. And then, you know, I'm not eating healthy or I'm not getting my exercise and, and getting my sunshine that I know I need. And so it's funny how how we experience those differently. Yeah, but I can is. see where you're coming from. It takes a lot of energy to stay on top of your health. Well, well, that's the thing that, I, yeah, that's what, that's what I've been feeling lately. I've never felt this way though. So a piece of me is like so grateful that I've come into this time in life where mm-hmm. I'm so passionate about something and just nonstop working on it, like nonstop. I'm working on creating a new deck or creating a new story or writing on my, my screenplay or writing a song, like constant. And I've never felt that way. So it's just in some ways nice. Oh my gosh. I like, I admire that so much. I feel like your dedication and just being able to focus and drive yourself forward on those things. That's, that's, what's going to get you to the top. And you I just, yes, but then when I'm there, I, think... I can't like break down. Looks like you're going to burn yourself out. And I think I'm hitting no, that I get it. point where I'm like, I, it's not even, I don't feel like I look good. Like that's never been a driving factor for me. As I've told you, like that's mm-hmm. weirdly never been a, a big insecurity for me. It's, but, it, but it's how I feel. Like I feel tired. I'm breaking yes. out. I feel depleted. I feel yeah. heavy, like, like really heavy. Slug- like pulled yes. down. Yes. Yep. No. Well, and you can't feel like that when you're pushing yourself to the extent that you're going for, because I mean, I think like mental workouts are almost more depleting than physical workouts. And so if you've been creating nonstop this long, you are, you're exhausted, you're exhausted. And when we're not putting the correct nutrients in our bodies or getting outside time, you see it and you see it or you feel it. You feel it really, really fast. And I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. You'll start getting breakouts. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you're, you're not sleeping as well and you're just tired. There's, there are not enough coffees to give you back your energy. And I think that's always the sign and it, but it's so hard then to break out of, I know, isn't it? I know you're like, Whoa, I was on such a good like routine. How did I get myself out of this? Because now woof. That's exactly how I feel. And that's when I, I messaged you to this morning when I was like, Emily, I cannot get myself to get back on the quote unquote wagon. And I don't I like know. that phrasing. Cause it, it's like, it's not, it's not like you fell off because you're investing your energy in different parts of yourself. Like, but the physical side of me, I haven't put energy into. And it's so intimidating to jump back in. And like my body shakes when I do basic things now. And I'm so tired after 10 minutes. And I'm like, girl, same, 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 same. Like the things I used to be able to do so many of now I can do 10. And I'm like, I can't do this right now. Absolutely. That's the Absolutely. hardest part, right? And, and like, I'm trying out, I'm going back to Pilates. I've been doing Pilates. I did it oh once. My gosh. I'm doing it tomorrow. I'm going to this reformer class and I'm nervous. Like I'm more aware of how I look. I'm more aware of how much weight I've been pulling or like, you know, 
Whereas before I was so confident in that area of my life that it just felt natural and now it doesn't. And that's interesting. No, that's hard. That is very interesting. And I think I can definitely relate to, I bet a lot of people can, but especially in group fitness, I've always had a hard time with that because I know everybody is focused on themselves yes. and their performance, but it's just like when you're out socializing, you think though that somebody is judging your form or how much you're able to lift or are you flexible enough? And that's hard because then it blocks you mentally and just as equally important when you're working out is to kind of like release your thoughts. And so Oh, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I know. It's so it's, hard. So what? Oh, so what do you do then? So what? So it's like what's step one for you when you're feeling this way and you're like, I'm ready to reinvest my energy into my physical health. I, ah, man, think that my first step is literally just forcing myself to go for a walk. I think that's it. Forcing myself to go for a walk or get on the treadmill or even even something really small like doing um, dumbbells because it's no joke. Something as small as that will produce enough endorphins to get me going again. And mm-hmm. I don't mean get me going where I'm like, oh, now I'm going to go run. I think it just sets me up for, okay, I think I can make a healthier dinner tonight. I don't I, I won't order pizza or I don't need the ice cream or I'm not just going to sit here all night. I'm going to take puppy for a walk. I, so I think it's that initial step for me, mm-hmm. forcing myself through one small action mm-hmm. that allows me to move forward. And for me, it's normally a physical action. Yeah, that's helpful. That's really helpful. I think when we first met, I was so structured and mm-hmm. um, I, I've, I've taken you off that structure. <laughs> <laughs> You've weaned me off of it. No, I know it's, I, I was su- super routinized and I think I wanted to switch gears and the pendulum just swung the to complete opposite direction where I'm like super spontaneous. Now I would say throughout my days, nothing, no day looks the same, which I love in a lot of ways, but I think maybe incorporating some of those structures would mm-hmm. be helpful again. So I love Absolutely. your tip of like, forcing something small and that can kind of lead to a domino effect. And maybe my tip would be to just add in some structure to your day, even if it's just an hour in the morning, an hour at night, that may be, I think that's great. Right. Like a schedule, schedule it in type thing. Yes. 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 I feel like that will really benefit me if I do that as well, because then you really don't have an excuse. This time is set aside for that. And going back to what you said about the pendulum, I love that visual because I think that that comes into play in so many different um, aspects of life in Mm -hmm. our world, in our society. You see it through movements or whatever. We, we swing from one crate, like um, one far side. And if something's up, we go all the way to the other side. And then just slowly though, as we're going back and forth, Mm -hmm. we'll find the center of it. For sure. No, I think it definitely does. It definitely does. Another thing that could be helpful is when you're like, at least for me is not going on my phone for the first hour. Cause I find that as soon as I get inundated with any type of information that stimulates my mind, then I'm Mm -hmm. like time to work, time to create. And And like I said, everything falls off my plate when I when I'm in this mode of like feeling really passionate, which again, so cool. Like, I feel like that's so awesome. And also I want to be able to put my energy into my physical health. So for me today was my first day. 
I stopped. I did not look at my phone for the first hour of my morning. And I got in a 40 minute workout and a little Pilates at my house and walked Maisie for around the block, you know, like did all my morning chores. It was great. That is perfect. And I, I think that that is such a great tip because I can find myself being on my phone when I'm watching the news or taking Freddie for a walk, just like kind of scrolling my emails or whatever. And sometimes I like it because I'm able to be a little bit more productive, but I think it's important to either put on a podcast, listen to a song or... Mm-hmm. Truthfully, what I like doing most is just having nothing on, taking in nature and listening to the birds, which might sound like a little wild, but I enjoy kind of just the natural ambiance. And I, our our phones can definitely be detrimental. They're such a wonderful device to help us, but it's it's. But I think that's with anything. Like we're talking about, you too much of one thing can hurt you in any in any way. So it's finding the balance, but also recognizing when you have to kind of like step it up for yourself. And I had a question for you. Do you find if you're kind of, if you're socializing more, is it harder to stay on kind of that good health routine? For sure, for sure. And I think that does add into, like, that's what's been adding into me not doing as many healthy kind of exercises and Mm -hmm. routines for myself. Like we had a wedding this past weekend. We drove to see all of our friends and my mother-in-law stayed over and we always drink whatever she sleeps over. And Luke has finally been, you know, around more. And so we've been going out for like dinner dates and splurging on food. Like that's our kind of love language together. So yes, it's just, it's hard to stay committed to yourself. And I do find that when you're, when you're extreme with your work, you want to be extreme with your social and then like your health kind of just falls. Yes. Yes. It's like you can only, it's those three pillars and you can only have two at a time. I feel like I've seen this triangle of health, social, and work and where they overlap. You can, it's almost impossible to have all three at once. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that? I haven't or, seen that. Or it's some sort of, it's some sort of um, diagram like that, but it's all three of them. And I really, I've connected with that a lot because if I'm doing really well in work and fitness, I'm not really seeing friends a lot. And then like you, if I'm seeing friends, I'm really not doing great with my health because I feel like then I'm missing out. If I can't go have a drink or have the dinner I want, then mm-hmm. why am I going out to dinner at all when you know, that right there, you can still have fun without having all of the the rich foods and the drinks. But that is, for me at least, that's part of the fun. Same. I completely agree. I completely right? agree. So it, it is just, I think it's just for me, I, I'm realizing how much mental energy it has. It requires to have health and wellness in my life today, which yeah. is a shift for me to be completely honest. It was very, very, very fucking natural for me to wake up for one hour. I worked out and it was an intense workout and I sweat and that was consistent for me and I had no trouble. I, I always did it. And so I think for me now it's just different. And so that's fine. I'm just different now. And that's, mm-hmm. it's not natural to me. And that's fine. It's going to require more mental energy. It's going to require more structure and more like thought. So yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, something that we talked last week about or two weeks ago with Sophie in college or just outside of college, you had more time and your focus was able to be directed toward fitness and health. We got older, our, our um, 
we have partners now. We have houses we have to take care of. We have little fluffies we have to take care of. Our careers are more demanding. And so, you know, there are always going to be things that fall to the side as we get more on our plate. And I think it's just recognizing that that does happen and when you have to kind of like pick it back up again. That's so well said because I do think people forget to be like, okay, this is just, you know, a part of life. Your plate gets really full and it's really, really hard, you know, when something falls off and to not blame yourself, right? Because you're like, how easy is it to go for a walk or move for 20 minutes? It's like, it's hard. (laughs) I know. And I was literally though, just thinking that as soon as you said it, like, I mean, who am I? Come on. It's, it's that fine line between how do you push yourself through it? And also forgive yourself, like understanding what's happening in your life. It's okay that I'm not doing this all right now, but maybe now I have to get myself back in order because it's been a little bit too long. And just how us sitting here right now, I was going through my mind, oh, do I really want to go for a walk after this? I know. I know. So I know. It's, it's tough. So maybe it's like setting, like you said, starting with small goals. I think that's a really yeah. great tip. And, and structuring it into your week, writing it down or saying out loud to your partner or a friend, this is what I'm going to do this week. And then maybe making it like three days a week. You want to do something three days a week, or you want to cook twice a week or whatever, set more realistic goals. I think that's the best way to do it. I think that's perfect. Realistic goals. Cause we did this once before, what were our goals for this month? And they were, they weren't really realistic. I think, I think we had like great intentions and high hopes, but what we, it, it did not happen. I don't think though that we were in the space that we are now where we recognize, you know, we do have a lot on our plates and there is a lot going on and it's okay to give yourself a little grace in those moments, but grace doesn't mean to completely abandon it. Agreed. Agreed. So maybe we can set more realistic goals to wrap up this episode. Cause I feel like that would be helpful. And then we can check in maybe next week to see how we did just yeah. even for one week, not even a whole month, just for this week. Perfect. Um, this week I'm going to cook four nights a week, which I know sounds a lot for me for dinners. I cook four nights because I bought all the groceries this past weekend. I think that'll be a healthy way for me. And then I'm going to do four workouts this week, four yeah, days that. of workouts. Okay. All right. What's yours? I think mine is going to be no ordering out for the whole week, to be honest, because thank you. I, I tend to do a pretty good job at cooking for myself, especially when Jeff is gone, because I can just make easy things that he normally wouldn't love. Mm -hmm. Um, But like this afternoon I hadn't eaten. And so I stopped at Chick-fil-A on the way home and I got a salad and like, this is fine. I got a salad, but then again, then I got French fries for Freddie and end up being mm-hmm. $15. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that adds up, but I could, I could easily make that for myself, you know, and I just, yeah. I want to be better about that. And I think, um, I would say at least five walks a day. And I think that that's five a walks lot. a day. Five walk. Oh no, sorry. A week. <laughs> My girl, See, that's where I'm at. Shit. That's where yeah. I'm at. <laughs> I'm going to go for five walks a day, just like a I'm, casual little number. Just a casual. I'm not going to be doing anything else. Nope. Nope. Sorry to all my jobs. It's not happening. Everybody. Goodbye. Oh my God. Okay. One five. walk a day or a walk per day five, or five yes. times. Okay. At least, at least four walks a week and at least one walk on the weekends. And okay. I say that. That's great. Oh, 
Yes. And I think that that is a very fair amount because I owe it to Freddie too. And that keeps me accountable. And so realistically or ideally, I would like to say a walk every day because it's what's fair to him as well. Like that's the highlight of of his day and it's good for him. But just so I can set a little bit of expectation, I'm going to go with five. I don't know. Well, don't like, know. and once again, we can't, I don't know if we'll stay committed to that, but we're trying to rest. <laughs> I don't know. We're both sort of just like meh today, as everyone can tell, but hopefully I mean, if it, hopefully it like validates you all listening if you're feeling this way as well, because it's exhausting being an adult and sometimes you just need to say that and we're in this together. We'll keep y'all updated on the week. We will. And we set some goals. And if you'd like to share any of yours with us, we would love it. Reach out to us on all socials. P.S. We have no plan. And we will see you guys next week. I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains. The birds sang too and they said, this is a day to 